Good evening, intrepid listeners. I have something special to tell you tonight. You see, while I have been here in this old, old theater, working with our friends at Captured Oral Fantasy Theater, they have been informing me of the work they're going to be doing as we get closer to Halloween. Halloween weekend, join us at the Bob Baker Marionette Theater for Capture Oral Fantasy Theater's Tales from the Crypt Theater of Mystery. It's my favorite show. The weekend, October 28th and 29th, we will be taking over the Bob Baker Marionette Theater in downtown Los Angeles to bring you Tales from the Crypt stories straight from the comics that they came from. We're the only group in the world that is allowed to do these comics live, so it's the only place that you can see them this Halloween. Who did you have to hang by their thumbs to get that right? That's our secret. Oh, okay. Well, we'll leave it at that. All right, intrepid listeners, you know what you have to do. Hold on. Wait, there's more. Oh. If you want to get tickets for that weekend, BobBakerMarionetheater.com. We'll pull some strings and get you in. So, I got injured in an Alan Resnick meme. (laughs) How did that happen? Well, I spent two hours waiting and two and a half hours more, like, waiting in line at McDonald's for Rick and Morty Szechuan sauce. Okay. Uh, Didn't get any. Shit. Um, You and, like, a billion other people, it seems like. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know what they were thinking, but this has been a gross oversight on their part. It seems like just a really weird marketing gimmick on the part of McDonald's, and I'm not sure what they were trying, hoping to achieve, but they fell astronomically short. But I'm sorry. Carry well, on. I, I got to. I got to imagine though that they were that they really didn't make that much profit off of it. I think it was just kind of a labor of love, and they really underestimated uh, the the uh, demand that's but no, here's the other thing though when they ran out of sauce they didn't tell anybody it wasn't oh. until i stepped after i didn't get mine and i stepped outside i legit shouted to everyone in line they don't have any more sauce because no one else was fucking telling them. Uh, Alan is a good Samaritan. <laughs> Man, your McDonald's sucks ass. Um, apparently it was the case, like, fucking everywhere. Twitter and Reddit are on fire with this shit. Oh, I'm sure Reddit's super pissed off right now. So anyway, after that, I went, I went to my parents' home without my fucking nugget sauce. Um... I stepped out of my friend Demarcus's car. Can, can, can and... we take it? I know you're on a very important story. Can we take a second? I'm sure there are people that are just like, "What? Why the fuck was Alan trying to get sauce at McDonald's?" Oh, and, like they don't get the meme at all. Well, it depends on when people hear this because this is super, super dating the episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> but no, there's a Rick and Morty meme about Szechuan sauce. They actually brought it back. And McDonald's is trying to do this, and they're failing. And continue, continue. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. So I stepped out of my friend Demarcus's car, and literally the first thing that happened as I stepped out of the car 
was a fucking Osage Orange, a.k.a. a horse apple, um, fell out of a tree and hit me directly in the fucking face. Fuck. Um, and broke my nose. Oh. Oh, God. Um. Uh, so the special guest for tonight's UCA is um, the author of the Jeff the Killer Fidget Spinners 420 Blaze reboot. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Hydrocodone. There we go. <laughs> Hi Hydrocodone. <laughs> Um, you don't. You don't have to be so shy. You you can speak up whenever you feel like interjecting. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling pretty damn groovy. I'm, if I'm being honest, is now a good time then to tell you what I think we should be reading tonight because I think you might be uh, have a certain proclivity to dislike anything Apple related from this point forward, considering something called a, a horse apple attacks you? Uh, it's actually... Hang on. It's actually closer related to mulberries than anything. Is it? Yeah. We don't have that in California. We have big-ass fucking pine cones in the mountains, but, I mean, that's it. Well, mulberries come in bushes, and bushes do not have a habit of dropping fruit on your head. <laughs> Are you saying this was a uh, deliberate attempt on Alan's life? Is there an assassin out there? Is that assassin Alan Resnick? I am saying that, I I mean, take it as you want. I am a tree, I I am a flora and fauna realist. (laughs) And if you want to call me a tree racist, go right ahead. But I've never seen no mulberry bush kill nobody. (laughs) I don't see any mulberry bush protesters out there starting violence. The mulberry bushes usually don't conduct arson, from what I've seen. No, but I've seen trees that have been lit on fire, so... I've seen trees with green, red roses, too. And obviously, ain't no Planet X coming, because ain't no space, because ain't no globe Earth. (laughs) What a wonderful world. Hi, guys. Guess what? We're getting back to Dumb Angel tonight. Oh, yeah. What's the name of our show, David? It's called... America's Unsolved Horse Apple Attacks. <laughs> it's it's just like the uh, D&D thing, that D&D sketch. It's like, there's an epidemic across our country. <laughs> our children are being attacked by horse apples. Uh, this is Undercooked Analysis. It's a show where uh, I increasingly lose sight of what we originally set out to do. I'm David. I am no longer the navigator of this vessel. I just turned the wheel. Uh, Dead Pallet is here. My right-hand man and my left-hand man with a broken nose is also here. I'm sorry that that happened to you, Alan. That fucking sucks. Who's Alan? My name is Apple chapel is that your new twitter handle it is now (laughs) i would have went with alan codon 
<laughs> well, it's Apple Chapel now. <laughs> For the time being, Apple Chapel. Oh, and I'm supposed to say hi, Tata. Why are you supposed to say hi, Tata? Because it's a shout-out to a real cool fan. Nice. Hey, have people slid into your DMs? Yes. Oh, <laughs> to great effect, I hope? This is my first time being single since I've been out of the closet. Oh. <laughs> um, and I'm not naming names, but it's raining men. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah, indeed. Is it is it hang is it raining men or is it raining free floating dongs? Also, yes. <laughs> so, why don't we go ahead with that delightful image in mind? I'm not being sarcastic. Depending on who you are, that is a delightful image. Let's get right into uh, Dumb Angel. Now, it's been so long, I almost forgot where we left off, so I actually, before recording, went back, listened to the previous episode, reminded myself how fucking stupid this story is, and then uh, listened to the end. I'm like, okay, we're on December 9th, 2012. But Alan said to me not long ago, he's got some sort of truth bomb to drop on us. Okay. Yes. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh man, I I I told this to David. I don't think Dead Palette knows. Got no clue. Okay, get ready to have your shit rocked. I mean, like literally, prepare yourself for this bomb I'm about to about to drop on you. I have my uh, bomb shelter ready, but this I already was know brought, about this. This was brought up to me casually by Cleric of Madness. And it wasn't until, like, the next day I thought about what he said that I was like, oh, shit. Thank you, Cleric, first of all. Apparently, this story took so long to update. Fucking, uh, Dronian had another guy working on the story as well who didn't know it was a joke. (laughs) So we have no way of telling which parts, but apparently significant parts of this story were written in earnest. So you mean post-happy-happy-proper? Yes. Parts of Dumb Angel. That explains it. (laughs) That explains the weird disconnect in, like, it, it, the pure insanity of it. The mm-hmm. uniqueness of the situation. And it was like a ray of light shone down from heaven. It was like a, uh, a cleric showed us the way. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, what day were we on again? Uh, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like we're playing through... Um, Bloodborne again, but with uh, Madman's knowledge going <laughs> and recontextualizes the entire thing. Okay. This, this, is, this is us after doing the genocide run. We're doing the pacifist run in Undertale. Hey, hey, uh, past Alan. I know uh, I just control F to 
try and find where in the story you were last reading. But the last control F term you searched for apparently was Jew. <laughs> hmm. Why were why were you looking for that, past Allen? Jew Hunter <laughs> Allen here. Anyway, what day were we on? <laughs> we're on December 9th, 2012. Um, I hope you guys are happy because um, um, at a certain point, it's like, why do we keep reading this? Like, honestly, why do we keep reading this? And the answer I, is it's, 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 it's for you. I honestly feel fulfilled and want to continue reading, okay, having, heard, having heard this new information. <laughs> Well, now that now we have some uh, additional context for examining this um, um, Ulysses level um, read. <laughs> well, p- well, part of the issue is it's like you buy a bottle of absinthe and you're like, "Oh, this is fun," but I can't drink an entire bottle of absinthe in one sitting, and you just like have to take sips, you know? <laughs> just gotta take, point. just gotta take sips. Just, just a little, little, little. Little tongue licks, little. Give me that absinthe. Um, <laughs> is uh, is Dronian the? Okay, I don't know if I've asked this before, but I'm going to pose it again. Maybe I've asked it in my head. Is Dronian the James Joyce of creepy pasta? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, that's one for the James Joyce of creepy. Um, and the question is, which which is Happy Happy Ulysses or Finnegan's Wake? Because I think, I think... actually dumb. Gen- I think actually Happy Happy's probably Ulysses, and Dumb Angel is Finnegan's Wake. More so like, know. more <laughs> like you lick these. <laughs> Nuts. Uh, I'm so fresh you can suck my December 9th, 2012. I have watched Forensic Rises Part 1. Oddly enough, the intro didn't start with the Happy Happy theme or any clips at all. It started with the promo, indicating that it wasn't a promo at all, but the first minutes of the episode. After that, it shows Frederick being arrested by police officers. His remaining followers are arrested after... I will say that Frederick has a lot of followers. I mean, holy shit. I counted them, and there are at least 30 followers. Frederick, and they all have amazing names, I'm sure. Frederick and a few of the followers are taken to a police station for questioning. The video stopped and went to black, but the audio kept playing for whatever reason. One of his many followers, like Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> And uh, Ichu Shenzhen. And Mort de Blart. And Smeddy Werben Jägerman Jensen. <laughs> also that. The officer who arrested Frederick steps up and says, Hello, Frederick Gorgot. Today, we are questioning... <laughs> 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 Today, we are questioning you on the legally made snuff TV show called Happy Happy, which you have been illegally distributing to various black markets and continuing the show since it was canceled, making two more seasons. 
that point when you realize everybody in this universe talks like Jerusalem. Frederick panics and for a moment goes to his sane form and says, it, it wasn't me. It was that forensic b- man. One of the officers rudely says, whatever. <laughs> Another says, hey, hey, let's test this guy's mental abilities. <laughs> of course. A fourth officer the says, the one thing you would say when interrogating a murderer. <laughs> they just hand him a Rubik's cube. One of the uh, a fourth officer says, "Yeah, guys, let's ask this Frederick man about his life before forensic comes to light." Before the audio turns to static, the laughing of Frederick as forensic and the pain screams of the officers can be heard. However, the whole entire episode is about three minutes long, making it probably the shortest episode of the entire run of the series. There was no promo or clip for part two. Ah, man. I like I like how this is turning into like a Christian Weston Chandler slash Sonichu thing where oh it starts God. out being about Sonichu, but then it just slowly turns into being about the author. And it's like, it's happy, happy. And then it slowly turns into being the forensic show. Look, forensic just wants to find a boyfriend free girl. Yes. <laughs> December 11th, 2012. Three more episodes have just been emailed to me. But one, th- but I will say one thing to whoever <laughs> he'll say one thing. All right, oh, sure. to whoever whoever is mailing me episodes, I will not accept them until I'm done with the uh, last one sent. Okay. All right. You're not one. You're not in a place to like call shots at this point, uh, uh, Jerison. Anyway, anyway, this episode. This episode is uh, the episodes are called Happy Goes Away to the Circus Redux, The Followers, The Followers Part Two. Uh, the episode after The Followers will probably be a prequel to the second Happy Happy movie, because why wouldn't it be? The only, the okay. only, uh, the only one I got emailed a synopsis for was the first of three. Happy, first of the three, Happy, Happy goes to the Circus Redux. It was Happy returns to the Banana Brothers Circus, only to find them bankrupt, poor, and with no axe. S. What does that that S stand for? It seems like a leftover bit of formatting. I guess. Uh, It appears to be a sequel to Happy, Happy goes to the Circus from season one. I remember that. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I remember that. That was part of this. I just remember reading that with dog tags and being thoroughly disappointed. <laughs> Let's put the events of the circus into the ukahaku. Sure. Just boom. Yeah, I'm there okay you with go. That. Let's do that. I accept that. I love how we're just like, let's put all of this boring stuff into the ukahaku. <laughs> yep. Let's Let's do it. December 12th, 2012. I was trying to drive to the supermarket because I've been so paranoid that I've been unable to complete any tasks if they force me to go outside. When I opened the car door, the interior was covered with blood. I looked below the seat and found the rotting remains of another stray cat. Below the cat was a note that said this. I named him Fred Nash. 
I want to mention was... real, oh, by the way, I want to say while we're thinking about our follower names, uh, congratulations to round two's real fake names winner, which by 31% of the votes, uh, Willie Bats. Willie Bats. Willie Bats is our new best fra- fake name, which narrowly, narrowly won out over Windsor Sherburn, which was my choice for best fake name. Windsor was... Sherburn's pretty strong. <laughs> so Willie Bats will be advancing to the next round. That's good. It was overly disturbing, but I can't go into full detail about it. Because, you know. (laughs) Because, you know. I lack the poetry of language to do so. I've got the next full episode of Happy Happy, Forensic Rises Part 2. This episode was a lot longer. (laughs) While the first part was also three minutes long, the second part was... (laughs) 55 minutes. <laughs> Making it the longest episode without a non-promo bonus feature. Oh. The episode begins with an odd intro. There are no clips playing, only black. Frederick singing the theme song, Faintly, can be heard. It fades into the title, Forensic Rises Part 2. The title explodes. <laughs> See the title. They all die. I love how even at this point, Jerusalem is still convinced that there's some sort of logical uh, production continuity to this whole thing. It was very yeah. strange that it didn't follow the usual, like, this, he, he sounds like he's the kind of guy who compares, who's an enthusiast for DVD menus. You know? <laughs> yes. But wait. <laughs> Hang on. It fades into Frederick, who is dressed up as Michael Myers with a Freddy Krueger glove <laughs> for no clear reason. <laughs> if Cardinal Sin of Creepypasta already... <sighs> oh, I'm trying not to laugh out my nose. I didn't know this story was going to kill you, Alan. Please don't, please don't hurt yourself further. I'm fine. Sitting on Happy Happy's couch, a distressed Happy walks in a frame and says, Kids, I'm depressed today. Frederick looks at Happy, who blandly says, I cannot seem to kill that asshole, uh, menace named Dan. <laughs> Perhaps this will be the day when I give up killing people forever. (laughs) Frederick tries to assure Happy that the next time Danny would die painfully and they will be able to murder children for the rest of their lives. (laughs) And everybody lived happily ever after. Uh, Except all of the children, they died. Happy replies, Frederick, you are amazing. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> You're right. Killing kids is too, well, fun to give up. Plus, there was always a certain Russian guy I wanted to kill. Very funny. Have you, have any of you from what seen I can the... tell, from what I can tell, by the way, 
Uh, Happy replies, there's always a certain Russian guy I wanted to kill. End quote, and a very funny that's supposed to be Jerusalem. Okay, just to make that clear. Uh, have any of you seen The Strangers? The Strangers? Yes, Strangers. It's, that's the uh, that's a horror movie, right? Yeah, don't watch it. Uh, I haven't seen it, nor do I have any desire to. Let me spoil the ending for you, that way you don't see it. Um, people show up to, you know, kill this family, and there's all of this, like, internal drama... But the internal drama ends up meaning nothing, and the people who showed up to kill people are doing it just because it's fun. And so it's like this giant cop-out ending of, like, um, it was all a dream, kind of, like, levels of writing. Oh, no. Where, like, it's telling you to get invested, and then that doesn't pay off. Mm-hmm. You should always reward people, even if it's a joke, for getting invested, you know? Yeah, you I... should. Uh, that is on my list of movies to watch. Yeah, um, take it off there. No, because uh, I'll I'll give a proper teaser for this at the end of the show. But it's on a list of movies I'm going to be watching and reviewing. And you should keep an eye on the Witching Hour website for maybe something written from Old Alan. Ooh. Man, old Alan is my favorite writer. Yes. The way he is old. The way he's well he old old Alan is also my favorite writer. Anyway. Frederick puts on a hockey mask, grabs a hacksaw, and runs outside. So he's got a Michael Myers hold on. He's got a Michael he just Myers. put on. He just put on a Jason mask over a Michael Myers mask while wearing already Freddy Krueger's glove. Already has on a Freddy Krueger glove, <laughs> and now he has a hacksaw. Oh, Shaq, why? The sad thing is, this story has like killed the Shaq is forensic meme. It feels like. It's it's very much so putting a hat on a hat. Ah. <laughs> he, he calls out for Danny, but no voice sounding like Danny's responds to Frederick. It cuts to Danny driving down badly green screen footage of Times Square. <laughs> this goes on for a long time, possibly beating the driving scenes from Happy's birthday. Danny's tires are suddenly blown out by Frederick, and he crashes into a ditch. Danny's forehead is cut open, while he yells that his legs and arms are broken. <laughs> Your arms are broken! That is My a... Oh. Man, that is the deadest meme I've ever referenced on this show. <laughs> I reacted. <laughs> Frederick laughs and runs over there to kill Danny once and for all. By the time he gets there, he realizes that Danny was faking his arm and leg injuries. (laughs) (laughs) What occurs later... What later occurs is a minute-long fight scene between Frederick and Danny. It ends with Danny being accidentally knocked out by the van's door. Happy is still at home, sitting down on the couch watching TV... 
carrying the knocked out Danny. Happy is excited, believing that Danny is actually dead. However, Frederick says, uh, Happy, he's just knocked out. He's not dead. But you have him unconscious. I mean... Why not just kill him? You... I don't expect you to die, Danny. I expect you to suffer. (laughs) Happy goes ballistic and attacks Frederick for not killing Danny. Oh my god, I was really hoping it said, Happy goes ballistic and pulls out a gun. (laughs) No such luck. Uh, Too bad. No such luck. So sad. After a while of fighting, Frederick agrees with letting Happy painfully murder Danny. This is such a long entry. It cuts to Danny tied to a chair. And I'm telling you, it is taking a million percent of my concentration to not fuck up reading this. <laughs> Let me know if you need to, you need to, uh, t- uh, tap out and I can jump in. It's like, there's I'm, no shame I'm okay. Okay. Just, I'm okay. Just saying, just saying brother. It cuts to Danny tied to a chair while happy and Frederick watch TV. Danny wakes up and asks where he is. Happy replies, you're at our house, Danny. We wanted you to feel every single ounce of pain, so we waited until you woke up. Frederick gets out lighter fluid to pour on Danny, until Happy interrupts him and tells him that he wants to pour the fluid on Danny. Danny realizes that he can untie himself. (laughs) (laughs) And then Danny does so. Danny gets up and leaves. Danny shouts, you'll never see Danny again. Hold on. If this paragraph really just ends with him leaving. (laughs) Danny slowly slips out of the chair and hides behind one of the walls. (laughs) What? (laughs) While Happy and Frederick are arguing about the lighter fluid, Danny slowly slips out of the chair and hides behind one of the walls. (laughs) Listening to this. Happy finds out that Danny is gone, presumably from right in fucking front of them. <laughs> Happy and Frederick are the odd couple of, of creepypastas. And begins letting out a long string of curses at Frederick, who looks on in shock. Happy attacks him again, but this time with the intention to kill him. Wow, their friendship broke down so quickly. In self-defense... Yep. Yep. In self-defense, Frederick reaches for a scalpel and stabs Happy in the eye with it, Mm. blinding him in one eye. Frederick pulls out the scalpel, allowing Happy to fall unconscious due to blood loss. The puppet that bled. In a fit of rage, I'm imagining just like apple butter and applesauce leaking out of this thing's (laughs) eyelid. Yes. In a fit of rage, Frederick throws lighter fluid all over the house, lights a match, and ignites the entire house. Frederick runs out of the house and locks the door so that Happy can't get out. He stands in the front yard, watching as the entire place crumbles to the ground. He remarks that nobody can stand in his way now that Happy Happy is dead. 
four. Okay. It cuts man, to behind. Man, nothing, nothing has any gravity. Nothing, sure nothing, nothing, nothing has any gravity. <laughs> Not everything's floating in the air because there's no gravity. It cuts to behind Frederick, where the same soulless Happy Happy from the Demolition Derby episode is standing. Frederick begins to freak out, realizing that he has no torture tools to use. The soulless Happy Happy death smiles, and the scene fades out to black. Oh my god. So there's another happy happy then. I mean, I guess. Finally, someone this let is me the out next... of my cage. <laughs> this... Um, is this Nega happy? It, yeah, I'm thinking it's Nega happy. Finally, after a minute, it fades back in to show the soulless happy, who is completely red, doing the same smile while his eyes begin to glow white. And slowly fades into Frederick, who is absolutely torn apart. The last scene before the credits was the charred remains of Happy Happy and Danny in the destroyed house. The credits play over the image of the soulless Happy with what sounds like a cover of They're Coming to Take Me Away, Haha, by Frederick and his followers. <laughs> I used to play bass for Frederick <laughs> and his followers. <laughs> <laughs> But but uh, I have a question though. Which followers? Um, are we talking we, about? Are we talking about Hooper Sacks? Or Willie Bats? <laughs> or Victor Gamble? Or Quail Fantos? Or Wade Lathery? Or River Leewald? Or Edgar Kroger? Or Clunchinsworth yeah, Goldmeyer? Or Jeremiah Dormans? Orianan blots and blurts. This episode was weird and fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if these events will come into play in the second movie. (laughs) Until it gets released. I pray that I'm not murdered in my sleep by Frederick. How can you be murdered in your sleep by Frederick? He's fucking dead! See what he should have done instead of making a fireproof house is make a forensic proof house. How do you forensic proof a house? Well, (laughs) well. Oh my god. Um, Jerison still cannot get his priorities straight. Again, it's like reading the account of a guy who is enthusiastic about re- reviewing DVD menus. Mm-hmm. Just... December 14th, 2012. By the way, that's not like to shit on people who have like re- weird niche hobbies. I'm just saying. For someone who's an outlier, that's what it feels like. You know, if you appreciate Kingdom Hearts, whatever. <laughs> I watched Happy Appy Goes to the Circus Redux today. It starts out with the soulless Happy Appy standing over the remains of Happy and Danny. So, okay, this is a, what, like, Happy... This is like T1... Uh, this is like T1000 Happy, right? Well, you have Ryu, and then you have Evil Ryu, and then you have Ken, and then you have Violent Ken. This is like that. Oh, okay. Soulless, soulless Happy Appy. So he has similar moveset, but different. Okay. 
Um, yeah. I can roll with that. Uh, how do you unlock Soulless Happy, though? Well, you have to, for, for one, you have to be obese. Okay. And uh, you have to be Asian. Okay. And then you have to be a, a professional gamer. Mm, okay. So there's there's conditions that are preset yes. before you even go into it. All right, then. Mm-hmm. And you also have to be a follower of um, uh, Frederick. Okay, so you have to really be in that team. So it's like a, it's like yeah. it's like DLC. Yes. Okay. Uh, the soulless Happy's eyes and body colors slowly turn into what Happy Appies are, and he says, "Hey kids, ignore that my house burned down and those pathetic people are dead." He walks over to his black van, or should I say, the remains of his black van. He says sarcastically. Oh no, my van got burned down. Whatever shall I do now? After giving a death smile, he says, Don't worry, until I get another van, I'm going to take Danny's car. Happy grabs car keys from Danny's pant pocket, climbs into his car, and drives off. Man, uh, let's take a moment of silence for Happy's van. This has survived just about everything up until this point. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but again, nothing has any gravity, so who cares? Yeah. Happy is on a highway when he says, Hey, since Danny returned, I felt very nostalgic about my other, less natural friends. I'm going to see if the Banana Brothers are still in business. Happy drives over to where the tent used to be, but instead of a colorful tent, there's a patch of dirt where the Banana Brothers are sitting, crying. In the background, you can see a tower in the background being built that looks like the Freedom Tower. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, Christ. Presumably, that was where the towers were before they were destroyed. Happy. Happy walks over to the Banana Brothers and says, What's wrong? Ben Banana, who was the one in the top hat, said, We ran out of money and we don't have any more acts to work for us. Why are you so sad? Happy turns to the camera and says, Don't worry, Ben and Billy. My friends and I will gladly give you money and some acts to restart your circus. The Banana Brothers are very happy to hear Happy's offer, and Happy goes off screen for a few minutes. During this, the Banana Brothers just sit there, not doing a thing. Eventually, Happy comes back with wads of money. He gives them to the Banana Brothers, and Happy says his acts will come in next week. It cuts to a week later presumably, because it's not saying how, where Happy introduces his acts to the Banana Brothers. Most of them are followers dressed in various costumes, but a few acts have, or are eventually... A few acts have, or are entirely made up of clay fruit puppets. It cuts to... They used to play bass for clay fruit puppets. They were pretty good. They were a good cover band. Don't make me laugh. I'm trying to climax. (laughs) 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 <laughs> it cuts to another week later where various people enter the circus happy happy talks to the banana brothers off stage about how amazing the circus performance will be finally the banana brothers come on stage and sta- start off the circus it cuts to an eight minute montage of the acts performing unlike happy goes to the circus these circus scenes were actually decent which is not surprising considering that frederick has more workers to help him produce episodes faster after, after various stock circus acts, it goes into the intermission, where Happy is seen wandering backstage. One of the followers walks up to him and says, Hey Happy, 
We've set up the walkie-talkies. Tell us when to do the grand finale. Happy says, all right, I'll say grand finale when it's the right time, and you do your stuff. The follower goes off screen, murderously laughing. So the followers are like one part murderous henchmen, assassins, and then another part animation production crew. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess... They gotta have multiple talents when you get hired. How, how do you think you get hired by forensic? You have to have one hell of a resume. Yeah. <laughs> he puts out his like, I don't know. Uh, he puts out his ad just like wanted animated animation crew must have past experience killing people. Must must have knowledge of how to use fully automatic weapons. Must have uh, rudimentary knowledge of bomb making. Must have incredibly silly name. <laughs> must have incredibly silly name like Sue Park Boggs. Uh Topher Graysonville. <laughs> <laughs> or um Montana Newsworthy. <laughs> Claudette Mc. Person. Never mind. Mickey, um, Mickey Proctor. <laughs> <laughs> James T. Tedesco. Unknown. <laughs> Agrippa Schmaltzberger. Uh, the sh- uh, it cuts to a short follower. Oh, wait. It plays a second eight-minute montage scene. But when it is at the last act, the Jujube Jugglers. Happy grabs Jujube the- Jugglers. The Jujube- oh, is that supposed to be what it is? Jujube? I believe so. Jujube Jugglers. <clears throat> Happy grabs the walkie-talkie and says in a psychotic voice, Grand Finale! It cuts to a short follower and a tall follower near the cages where the tigers and bears are being held. The short one gets Happy's message, nudges the tall one, and they both release the tigers and bears. The tigers run into the bleachers and start attacking the audience, while the bears attack the various acts. Another follower startles an elephant, which also runs into the bleachers and tramples people who try to escape. The Banana Brothers are horrified and try to stop the animals. But an obese Asian follower runs up to the brothers and peels their skin off. Oh, it's Supar Supar Bar Boggs, yeah. <laughs> that that person uses uh, uh, Soulless Happy and competitive. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was the first person to unlock that DLC. Mm-hmm. He peels their skin, so he just literally just peels them like bananas. Peels them like bananas. Their bananas and pajamas. Finally, Frederick walks into the tent as if he was ever as fit as he ever was. He sees all the chaos that has gone on and decides to end the soulless Happy's life, even if it meant killing a few of his followers. He grabs a torch and sets fire to the tent. Somehow, this always ends in arson. The survivors start running away, trying to escape the blazing circus. A few successfully escape before the circus starts collapsing on <coughs> in on itself, setting even more things on fire. Frederick skips away as it cuts to the soulless Happy Appy trying to get out of the circus. He tries to go through a wall, but it is quickly lit on fire. He waits until a piece of the wall collapses and escapes through that route. 
For the rest of the episode, it shows the circus burning to a crisp, with various shots of the inside. At the end, there were no credits or a promo. All that was on the screen was an image saying, The followers coming soon. Either it's saying the episode is coming soon, or the followers themselves are coming to your house soon. <laughs> Guys, what followers do you think died? I, I really hope Caspian Zelig didn't die. I think, um... Uh... I, I hope he didn't either. Honestly, my favorite follower was Kruben Shelbin. Kruben Shelbin playing in Megan. Kruben Shelbin playing in Megan. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. Fuck, it's, I don't know. That that's why I have a notepad open while I'm not talking, making up fake names. <laughs> Feel free to write some of mine down. The ones that aren't. Terrible at the top of my head. Like Real it, fake names. Like Lacey Atonia. I like that one. How about Schroeder Carmichael? Schroeder Carmichael's okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> or, or Delilah Eckhart. <laughs> God damn it. Dorian Grass. Dorian Graston. How about Alfonso Chimchar? <laughs> Nebraska Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, one I think one of the greatest bits of comedy on the planet still is uh, the Key and Peel East West Bowl video. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty Bo- good. Both of them. Because of that, there's still a bunch of friends in my phone who have names from that video. <laughs> and, like, there's a few friends, like my friend Sean Young. Like, in my phone, I know he's sequestered Grundleplith MD. <laughs> but there's so many other friends who I don't talk to a lot, and I'll get texts from them. And I'm like, cool, I got a text from Quackadilly Blip. <laughs> Who the got, fuck is that? I got a text from Oli Sterling. Oh my god. Uh, it's your turn, Dead Pellet. December 17th, 2012. You might as well take they took our towers. They took our towers from us. We'll send them straight to hell. Um... <laughs> Last night, I had a nightmare that I woke up on a playground. Frederick and all 40-ish of his followers surrounded me. I love how they're increasing in numbers. <laughs> Every time we, we make up another name, they get added to the list. <laughs> That's happening in real time. Every time you... They're like Hydra, cut off one head, two more grow in their place. Frederick and all 40-ish of his followers surrounded me, all with that freaky death smile. I couldn't oh. move and. Every time I tried to, they would walk closer to me. After what felt like a lifetime, I found I found the ability to stand up, and they all began attacking me like cannabis. It just <laughs> felt too vivid to be a nightmare. Beware the cannibals. Beware the cannabis. I woke up in a sweat, screaming. My knees, weak arms, heavy. I tried to calm myself down. I turned on the computer, watched some funny videos. I, I watched some, some. I watched some annoying orange. I really enjoy those, and talk and talk to some of my friends on the missing 
uh, episode forums I usually visit. Oh, you would. <laughs> that explains it. Yeah. Okay. That explains everything. Thanks so much. It was unsettling because the time I was doing the, uh, those things, I heard loud scratching and whispers at the window. I tried to ignore it, but it kept going on. Finally, I grabbed my handgun, which I pretty much have with me at all times, and shot through the window. <laughs> However, there was nobody there. There was nobody there. There were nothing at all. I guess, <laughs> uh, I guess the scratching and whispering was a part of my imagination. Or I killed a cat. Or am I just getting too worked up? I don't know. But no matter what, I will not let Frederick take over my life. Then yes, you will. Yes, you will, because you won't stop watching Happy Happy. It's my life. It's now or never. I ain't gonna live forever. I just want to live in my fireproof. Um, na, 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 December 18th, 2012. Um, all right, have you, ever all considered, right. have you ever considered that maybe it's actually Jerisim who's killing all the cats in the neighborhood? <laughs> he keeps finding dead cats on his property because every time he hears something scratching in his window, he shoots at it. <laughs> oh, man, on top of all this shit going on in my life, I keep blacking out and killing cats. <laughs> Go, go ahead. I used to play bass for all this shit in my life. I, I was uh, actually the bassist on their debut album, Blacking Out and Killing Cats. <laughs> we have to make our own fun on this show, because this story certainly is... Uh... Oh, that, that, that's a, that's a no-sleep story. Uh, I keep blacking out and playing, uh, playing cat. Uh, wait, I keep blacking out and killing cats. <laughs> I, keep, I keep blacking out and playing bass. <laughs> I keep blacking out and playing bass. I wish I hadn't. Oh, <laughs> uh, someone broke into my email account and changed the password. How did he do that? Well, uh, no, I was online online all last night, and I would have known if someone broke in. Oh yeah, I looked in my videos folder and found. The app followers, but two of one dot WMV in there. The entire thing was four hours long and 15 minutes, making it the longest episode by far. There's no real intro, just happy appy written in the default VHS font. It begins with forensic burying up the remains. Burying the, re oh, burying, burying up. That's me. That's not the story being stupid. No, that's not the story being stupid. Also, I think we just lost Alan. But he's back. Hi. I dropped my phone on my laptop and it shut it off for some reason. For some reason. Yes. So it begins with <laughs> it begins with Frederick burying the remains of Happy and Danny in a grave. And the soul is happy in another grave while calming while calm soothing music plays. After burying them, he drives Danny's car off a cliff to avoid any evidence being found by the police. Stop. Okay. In the name of love. I know, I know I'm on painkillers right now. But what I remembered is Frederick killing Happy and Danny, and then the soulless Happy killing him. 
Yeah, that's what I thought was happening, but I. Frederick's back. And, he came back at the now, end of the last one, and now guys, I, just... I, I was pretty busy writing fake names, so I'm not sure what has happened. I think, yeah, that's fair. It doesn't really matter what happens anymore. None of this matters. Nothing matter. really matters anymore. Um, Why don't we ask our good friend Garfield McGillicuddy? <laughs> Garfield, what do you think? Oh, he's I dead. Hate, he hates Mondays. <laughs> and Don't or, make me my and, fucking enchiladas. And his last name. Or Justin Hall. Or Corberance <laughs> Gomez. <laughs> or Astrid Mort. Or Megan Molnar. Or uh, Dominic Pie Stamp. <laughs> oh my god, uh, so much more of this. Or uh, or or uh, Tiger Moorslack. Oh boy, he swims or... back to dry land and catches his breath. He tries to turn the camera. He, he turns to the camera and says, "Hello, I'm Forensic." Or forensic, or Frederick Gorgot. After a long time partnership with Happy Appy, after a long time partnership with Happy Appy, we've decided that all good things must come to an end. In other words, I killed him after he viciously attacked me, along with Danny, who we've been going after for a decade. Uh, now that they're both dead, I can focus on just being a killer. And no longer playing second fiddle to a clay apple. Played him like a damn fiddle! God damn it. Um, would you like to meet my followers? I would like you to meet my followers now. But, oh, please tell me we get some names. Please tell me we get some names. Like um, Camille Mordecai. Roll Fizzle Beef. Big McLarge Huge. Thick McRunFast. Smoke Man Muscle. Bob Johnson. Oh, wait. Thrust <laughs> Rock Groin. Henry Drummond. <laughs> Paul Giamatti. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> Chad Mathis. Ghostface Killer. Uh, Robin Drummeyer. Jenny Perkins. Anyway. Huntington <laughs> Jones. Uh, Jeff Schwarzenegger. Good lord. The camera distorts and cuts to a long, dirty hallway with some specks of blood on the wall. Frederick's long, dirty hallway. (laughs) Frederick turns to a large room with a bunch of chairs. Frederick tells the camera that the chairs are for the followers. They should be coming any minute. Right as he says that, loud footsteps are heard, and all of the followers, who there are about 50 of, oh, walk into the room and sit down. <laughs> they keep adding on. Every time we say names, one of the followers asks why there is a camera in the room. Frederick tells them to ignore it. He tells them to put cameras down and hold up a photo, and holds up a photo of me 
to the crowd of followers. Frederick begins yelling at his own followers about why they haven't been able to capture me. They cower in fear of him, and he tells them that if they don't capture and kill me, they will all be murdered. I don't know why he wants to kill uh, Jerison because Jerison's like his biggest fan. I've grown accustomed to your faith. <laughs> Guys, I I kept saying this was like Ulysses or Finnegan's Wake, but it's actually the My Fair Lady of Creepypasta. Uh, okay. And Jerison is played by Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn is not a follower of Jaris, of uh, Frederick Gorga. They all nod their heads, still afraid of him, and run out of the building. He goes with them, telling them to hide behind some of the buildings. Because some because he somehow knew that they were all close where I go to work at, and they would get me while I was driving there. Then it shows outside. I immediately recognize that they were all in the slaughterhouse. Frederick pulls out a cell phone, talking to his uh, talking to his followers through it, like it was a walkie-talkie, like it was like it was some sort of mobile talking device. And nearly after nearly an hour of just filler. We finally ended ended this episode of Undercooked Analysis. After nearly an hour of just filler of him talking to the followers, he yells that he sees me and can jump out now. I quickly saw that this was from August 4th because the same events played out. He dropped the phone, runs at my car, and I run him over. The camera falls on the ground and distorts. (laughs) So does... Does he not remember any of these events? No, he's just describing them again because apparently we need to hear. He could just said, and everything played out like it did on August 4th. Did Except... he mention this on the, on August 4th? Yeah, he did. He went to the slaughterhouse. I remember that. I do remember oh. this happening. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. The followers stand around Frederick while one of them grabs the camera and films him lying on the ground with blood pouring out of his leg legs. He yells at them for not jumping out when uh, out when told to and forces them to drive off and follow me to work. Throw the net on him, not me. <laughs> oh, let's try something else. Six of about six of his followers, including the cameraman, get in a rusty truck. <laughs> they follow <laughs> to work. They follow my friends. They follow me while I fuck. Um Two followers sit in front in the front while the rest stay hidden in the back. Sitting in the front seat, sit in the back seat, which she This is how we roll. Um, what occurs is a long driving scene, which is odd considering how fast they were driving. <laughs> they just slow it down and then like put a put a purple gradient over it and play some vaporwave. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Wow wow wow. Um they somehow catch up with the, with my car without even uh, noticing it's been driving uh, been driven by two followers. They follow me until I get to my job at the police station. Then they park the truck in a large ditch. Okay. 
Sure. As you do. For a while, it's them quickly, quietly looking in on random people in the building, hoping to find me in there. Somehow, they do not, despite the fact I have a huge window in my office. One of the women notices the follower is stalking me near the building and calls the police on her phone. They quickly run off to the truck and drive off faster than the state limit allows. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. This is how we roll. Breaking state highway limits. They accidentally go so fast they wreck into someone else. All the followers in the back fly out and most of them die, <laughs> including the man they crashed into. McGruff um, the crime dog says, buckle up, motherfuckers. Buckle up, buckaroos. Uh, like Alex Murphy or or um, or Yang Foster. Or Freeman Coriander. Freeman Coriander. Or Darius McCrary. Or uh, Susie Tallinger. Or Mike Finkelstein. Mike Kimber- Kimberly Gonzalez. I got that reference. Mike Piazza. Oh. Now batting Mike Piazza. <laughs> oh shit! Where the fuck were we, guys? I don't. They crashed into a dude, and they all flew out, and the someone, and they died. Okay, and the man they crashed into, uh, they they crashed into uh, Troy Brown, and uh, <laughs> the cameraman is wrecked, and the display and displays a lot of the camera is has wrecked and displays a lot of static, but not to the point that you can't tell the police arriving at the wreck and arresting two surviving followers. Um, Kit Niles and Willie Bats. There you go. Uh, The camera is picked up by an officer who turns it off. It cuts to Frederick, who is recording himself by a low-quality cell phone laid on a table, being alerted about the wreck by uh, by a report on TV about it. The same Frederick resurfaces, takes off his mask, and says, Oh my god, what have I done? And the episode fades to black, with no credits. It fades to, to be continued in The Followers Part 2, and the episode ends. Oh my fucking Christ. Uh-huh. Okay. It's a story, you guys. The story. The story. Are December we... Nin... Go ahead. Teens. December 19, 2012. The promo of The Followers Part 2 was sent to my new email. My old one is now Frederick's, I guess. <laughs> also, the torrent for the second movie turned out to be a fake. Aww. It begins with Frederick... Narrating over footage of Happy Happy Goes to the Circus Redux in a dark tone. In fades to black. It flashes to Happy Happy's hand rising from his grave. Frederick being struck by lightning. Danny's body being set on fire. Man, Danny is the weirdest outlier of this story, I think. Yeah. 
What? It's a constant, like, what the fuck's going on with Danny? <laughs> well, now what the fuck is, apparently he's on fire. <laughs> what the fuck is on fire? A happy fighting Frederick. The followers eating human body parts at a large table. Happy and Frederick stabbing someone clean through the face. A picture of me being lit on fire. And the soulless Happy Appy being crushed against a wall. After that, it shows Happy Appy and Frederick jumping out of a burning building. It freeze frames. <laughs> it oh freeze frames. In the title, The Followers, Part 2, pops up in the Friday the 13th font. <laughs> and, it, and it ends. All I can say is that I'm going to visit my brother for a few days. Because I rarely get to see him, and I know Frederick and his followers can't get me there. How do I know that? Because fuck you, that's why. Game theory. I promise I will be back by the 1st of January to talk about the movie. Can I just say that freeze frame bit, after everything that happened before, just seems like a dumb buddy cop image, where it's just like, you know, dun, dun, dun. I can't be the only one who who heard saw no, that and thought no. to myself, "Uh-oh, looks like we're going to have to jump." <laughs> you you have to bring out this this guy from time to time now. Your your stupid buddy cop voice. <laughs> I was trying to do strong bad, it didn't work. <laughs> no, I I like it. Okay, cool. And from time to time uh, Alan, oh. you want to you want to do Christmas since that was a short one? Yes. All right. Al- Alan does Christmas. Time. <laughs> it's Christmas time in Hollis Queens. Mom's cooking chicken and collard greens. You know, it's that's one of my karaoke standards specifically because me and my friends. Uh, there's a place in town called the Red Balloon. That does karaoke every night, and uh, they they are open Christmas Eve. Oh, nice! So I, for like the past three years, I've done Christmas in Hollis, Queens, some karaoke there. Yes, good. <laughs> December twenty fifth, two thousand twelve. Here we go. I would usually do a silly voice for it, this, but I'm not up to it. That's okay, Alan. Just just read it. I'll fix it yes. in post. Jerison is finally gone. And now it is only I, Frederick Gorgot. Here's a tip, Jerison. Do not leave a slip of paper with your passwords on it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, remember that thing I said <laughs> at the start of this story about... How much of the plot of this story is moved along by things being found on slips of paper? (laughs) (laughs) It's so fucking stupid. I mean, you're making it too easy for me. Any hoozle, I hope you enjoy your vacation in Russia or wherever the fuck you're going. As much as I'll enjoy slicing through your chest with a buzzsaw. When you come back, I hope you enjoy the Happy Happy 2 movie. I spent months editing it, and it's so natural. Oh yeah, 
And I forgot to mention something. I've kidnapped more people and forced them to become a follower. There will be nowhere left to go, Cherisim. If you leave town, we will follow you. If you fly away, I will get a new identity. Fly with you and get some foreign followers to take you away. (laughs) I feel like my really stumbly voice... I feel like my stumbly reading of this fits perfectly with how this is going. <laughs> Holy shit, guys. Uh, are, we, false... are, we putting a, are we putting a bullet in this one? My, my face hurts. Also, also, I've decided to stop wearing that pathetic disguise. I'll just update my look so that I'll look like another everyday natural human being. Good luck, Jerison. I'll be waiting. We can't put a bullet in this. We have to press on. We have to cider press on, you guys. Do we have to press on? Can't yeah. we take a break? No. I want it to be over so bad. I want it to be over so bad. I'll tell you what. The next one's mine anyway. Let's power through January 2nd and then... Then we can stop, okay? Okay, but I feel like I need a break in this. So we're going to take a moment. Can we just read off some fake names to get me energized? Sure. Go for it, dude. Let's read off some fake names. Okay. Uh, Maximilian Thurmanberg. Wait, wait, uh, wait uh, future David, uh, can you play the uh, fake names theme while he does this? Yeah, I sure can. <laughs> Okay. It just needs to be like some kind of upbeat elevator music. I, I have the perfect song for this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Brandon. Maximilian Thurenberg. Samantha Krupp. <laughs> Devin Balsley. Carrie Dupenshire. Levy Burke. Jade Meltzer. Alvin Jacksman. Daryl Mouse. Zane Patco, Natalie Hendricks, Mitchell Fresco, Francis Leeger, Ivan Schwartzmeyer, Finley Imatox, <laughs> Del Dellersby, Emmanuel Jordans, <laughs> Taylor Donahue, Brendan Beitner, Enzo Walker, Enzo Harris, Walker. Harrison. Harrison Beef. Harris Rowland. I'm pulling Enzo Walker out of there right now as my favorite. Oh my god. Okay, that energized me. I feel better now. Cool, I'm okay. glad. I'm glad. I mean, I've only got one night. Together in our arms. This is the longest night. January 2nd. 2013. Oh, great. Frederick has been on my blog again. I must say, I'm not much much surprised, in fact. Nothing surprises me anymore. It all just feels natural. Oh, no. Anyways, as I promised, I watched the second part of The Followers. It begins where the first part of The Followers left off, with Frederick's sane side coming back and him looking at the news in disbelief. However, what isn't shown on the news broadcast is one of The Followers admitting who he's working for and where Frederick is located. It cuts to a live police raid where a news reporter is standing in front of the slaughterhouse reporting on it. 
Frederick looks outside and notices the police cars and news station vans. He quickly runs into the darkness and puts his mask on, back on, hoping to not be found. The police break in and begin hunting for him while shouting insults at him at the same time. That's uncalled for. <laughs> that's that's my favorite. Uh, that's my favorite thing that police do when they burst into an active crime scene and shout, "Hey, fuckface!" <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, man. That, maybe that happens. <laughs> Shouting. What, 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 it would be even better if one of them kicks at the door. He's like, "Poo poo pee pee head." The other guy's like, "Daryl, we talked about this." Right. You're gonna wish you were never shit out your mom's pussy, fuckface. Forensic begins to come back out, and Frederick tries to fight him off while staying hidden at the same time. Eventually, he gives out, and Forensic rises and takes out his knife, walking with a demented smirk on his face. He begins to attempt to murder the several police officers, but gets hit with tear gas, knocking him out. Fuck. The news report... He has a gas mask on, then. Yeah, okay. It's clearly just for show. Yeah. The news report is shown recording the police carrying Frederick's body into the squad car. Several children are being released from the slaughterhouse, reuniting with their parents. It cuts to live footage of one of the news reports, announcing several details, such as Frederick being uh, the director of a rare Nickelodeon show and him being responsible for many deaths over the past five years. For some reason, Danny is seen giving a smug smile while Frederick... What the fuck? Wait! (laughs) Isn't he dead? (sighs) While Frederick is being driven away by the officers, while many of the kids' parents talk to different cameras, a bunch of tapes, which I assume are the third season of Happy Happy, besides Forensic Rises, are being carried out. The scene fades out after what feels like the most satisfying scene in the entire history of Happy Happy. However, like some people say, all good things must come to an end. This is where the real footage ends and the fake movie footage begins. It abruptly cuts to a St. Frederick wearing a stereotypical police uniform on an electric chair. He isn't wearing the costume he normally wears and has a grim look on his face. He begs the officers to let him go because it was his split personality that did all the murders. The two officers in the room exchange confused glances and before they can say anything, Forensic comes back and insults the two officers They quickly fry Forensic, with clearly fake blood flying out of his eyes and mouth. The scene goes on for a droning two minutes, with the same footage being repeated over and over until Frederick finally dies. The title of the episode quickly flies in, in front of the image of Frederick's... Frederick's, I keep saying Frederick. (laughs) Frederick's fried corpse. After this scene... A follower who wasn't arrested or killed gets very pissed off and proceeds to murder. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And proceeds to murder a stunt double acting as Danny. A car is seen riding up a hill with Frederick's dead body in the back of it. The two police officers dig a hole and throw his dead body in it, not even bothering to bury him. They look at his body and, with angry looks and drive off. A storm begins with lightning, rain, and hail going in every direction. What is actually a pretty good special effect, lightning strikes Frederick, and for a few seconds, nothing happens. Frederick literally... I like that he's still mentioning shit like that. <laughs> Gotta hand it to him, that looks pretty good. You know, he is trying to murder me and, like, everyone I know, and has killed 
umpteen amount of people. But goddamn, does he have his good movie moments? He knows. He knows him some After Effects. <laughs> Frederick literally rises from the hole, which must be where they got the footage for the Forensic Rises promo, and lets out a disturbing cackle. He runs down the road, but not before grabbing a stick. A day later, Frederick is shown sharpening the stick into a spear in a forest, which looks like the same one from the later early the bleh, the early episodes of Happy Happy. He still does not have a mask and has a prison jumpsuit on instead of his costume. Frederick hears a twig snap in the woods, which came from a group of hunters. He quickly lunges at them with the spear, stabbing each of them. After stealing their clothes and weapons, Frederick travels to the spot he buried Happy Happy. He digs up Happy's dead body, which is literally a rotten apple, just zoomed in on. Okay. Frederick takes out an old book, repeats a few verses, and the body begins glowing. However, the glowing stops, and a pissed-off Frederick reburies Happy. Happy's arm breaks through the dirt, like a zombie, and climbs out of the grave. Just the arm, not the rest of him. Uh, once he dusts the, the dirt off of him, he remembers what Forensic did to him in the second circus episode and refuses to talk to him. <laughs> Frederick says that since Danny is dead, they can both live in peace and murder people like they used to. Can't we just go back to murdering people? All I want to do is just murder the shit out of so many people. Happy... Could you, could you guys imagine... If Marble Hornets was a written story as opposed to a video uh, series. And it was just about Jay going through tapes. <laughs> see, see, that's the thing, is that there's that quality that's always been there in Happy Happy. And it's so unique because, I swear to God, before we started this show... I read a lot of stories like that where it's just like they're trying to write Marble Hornets instead of act it out. And now I'm just not, we we haven't found any of those kinds of, we don't, we rarely find those kinds of stories anymore, which I guess is a good thing. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I, I, uh, the footage was a guy walking through the woods for a really long time. And then he turns to his right and there was the Slender Man. (laughs) Cool story, bro. (laughs) Happy quickly has a change of heart and tells Frederick that a new park opened up so they can kill some kids there. (sighs) Once they leave, it zooms into the grave of the soulless Happy, who sticks his arm out of the grave. It cuts to a montage of Happy and Forensic stalking and murdering children (laughs) in one of the most sickening snuff scenes in the entire series, if not the worst. Ugh. So you're not going to describe this one to us at all. Okay. The only thing that made the scene less painful was that very happy music was playing. <laughs> Hello, world. There's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. After that shocking display, Forensic suggests that they murder one of the police officers who tried to kill him. Happy agrees, and the two are seen quietly stalking one of the officers to, in their home. They look up at him through the air vents, and before they can do anything, he screams, seeing Frederick with a deranged smile on his face. They both jump out, and they stab the officer clean through the face, making blood shoot out from every angle. They both high-five each other and agree that they will be their, this will be their new home, since Frederick burned down the last <laughs> home they lived in. <laughs> Sometimes we fight, every family does, but that can't change our love. 
another montage plays of the two de- decorating the house with blood statues. What are, <laughs> what are blood statues? Yeah, I know, Gracie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Images from the... <laughs> Images from the season three episodes <laughs> and Napoleon the Fourteenth albums spread all over the place, as well as an abandoned sign on the front door. <laughs> abandoned by God. They also find the officer's lighter and set Danny's rotting corpse on fire. It was already, it was burned to a crisp before. Yeah. And a picture of me on fire. This is where things really start getting fucked up. No! Frederick begins... How how did they get more fucked up? Well... Frederick begins to shove raw body parts into a fridge for a feast with the followers. When Happy walks in, he tells him that he needs a new suit or he will be caught by the police again. Frederick tells him that they will do something tomorrow. During this time, the soulless Happy Appy is, seen, is shown eavesdropping on the conversation. Finally, he runs at Frederick with a cleaver, screaming, at, or just screaming, apparently. Frederick gets a sledgehammer and bats the soulless Happy Appy to the side. Happy says, I'll save you, Frederick, and starts fighting the soulless Happy with Appy with a knife. After the fight scene, the soulless Happy Appy is about to kill Happy when Frederick grabs a large piece of wood and crushes the soulless Happy against the wall. As Happy applies bandages to himself, Frederick starts to cut up the soulless Happy for the feast. Eventually, it cuts to a large dinner table where the followers sit down at. The entirety of the table is covered with cooked human meat, and they begin eating it for 10 minutes while Frederick tells them what their next plans are. Finally, it cuts to a day later, where a kindergarten class is having recess. My god, this goes on. Okay, there's only a few paragraphs left. In the bushes, Frederick and Happy Appy are lurking around with sickening smiles. I could already see where this was going. My assumptions were right, as they pulled out of the bushes with knives and began stabbing every kid on the playground. Already two snuff scenes in less than 30 minutes, the second one more sickening when compared to the other. Some of that stuff was traumatizing. (laughs) And I certainly hope these were just really good special effects. Uh, One of the teachers runs out and begins trying to save some of them. Happy pulls out a shotgun and shoots the teacher in the head. More followers come out and run into the school, possibly to murder the kids inside. All of a sudden, the police arrive and quickly get off by the followers. Forensic calls for Happy to jump into the van, while dead bodies are visible in the back. They drive off with the remaining police trying to shoot out their tires. At home, Forensic has made a sickening mask out of the children's faces, while Happy laughs violently in the background. Oddly enough, this scene loops for nearly 10 minutes, with the audio glitching out, the colors inverting, the VHS quality getting worse, and snuff photos being cut in between, so it turns into Squidward's suicide. Oh my, it really does. Finally, the movie abruptly ends with a loud piano sound effect with the words, The End by Frederick Gorgott being shown. Compared to the last episodes, this was awfully short, at one hour and five minutes, but that's good for me because I couldn't take any more snuff scenes. I'm not going to sleep tonight. I don't want Frederick to slowly murder me in my sleep. I want to live to see this man die. Dun, dun, dun. 
Are we going to be able to finish this next time? Because, guys, I would really like to be done with this I next time. We might be able to finish it next time. I think we'll power... We could just... Oh, my God. It's so fucking lawn. It's so fucking it's so, lawn. It's, it's so fucking lawn. It's lawn, lawn, lawn ranch. Lawn Cheney Jr. Yeah. I, oh, my God. It's, it's, it Wait. just keeps going forever and ever and ever yeah, and yeah. ever and ever and ever. Uh... You know what? If we're gonna finish this one off next time, let's let's go ahead and power through these two. I think we can do that. Okay, let's yeah. do that. These look pretty digestible. Let's get let's get them out of the way. Because uh, we're, we're approaching uh, the end of we're we're at the beginning of January. I think we can do this. Okay, January fourth, two thousand thirteen. Jim Forrester got back from his family reunion. Right after he came back, I showed him the second movie. Like me. He was angered by it. Oh, he was so peeved. After that, we found out that the playground was close to where we live, so we decided that we would go visit it for evidence. When we arrived, there were, unsurprisingly, kids playing there. We ended up waiting until dark to abduct the children. I mean, <laughs> uh, waited until dark to start investigating. The area surrounding the playground was mostly covered with bark. But under one log, there was what looked like a human finger. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, it, it In the woods close by, there was a broken camera in the bushes. What was there, what was there must have been taken by the police. What was there must have been taken by the police. Am I reading that correctly? I, yeah. So the things that were left behind must have been taken by the police. The things that can't be there were there. there must have been... Yeah, I don't... Uh. However, uh. that brings me to the main question of this entry. How does Frederick get away with all of these murders? <laughs> That's the question you have? Based on what I've seen, these murders are indeed real. But somehow, the massacre, all caps, of the entire playground of children doesn't even get a speck of discussion in my part of the world. Real fake murders. Get your real fake murders. Real fake murders, right here. Mm, not that, that's, that's, that's fake. Mm, that's fake, too. Sage wants us. <clears throat> Bring us home. January 6, 2013. Today was completely awful. It was the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day, Rasim. I swear, Frederick is hiding in my attic. Every night, I hear the same running and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Last night, I saw him licking his lips and looking in on me through the air vents. I wanted to grab my shotgun and blow his head off, but I was just frozen in terror. Frederick kept staring at me for the next few hours. (laughs) Until he finally went back into hiding. Frederick likes to watch. He wasn't wearing his usual mask, or any mask for that matter. He looked almost like he did when he was sane, in fact. 
I absolutely got no sleep that night. Nope. And I had to go to work in paranoia that Frederick would be hiding in the back seat, ready to kill me. At work, I saw that everyone there was depressed and barely spoke any words. Finally, I spoke up and asked what was going on, and apparently one of my coworkers was murdered by a lunatic in the night. This was Frederick's doing. I just know it. Also, remember when I said I found that broken camera in the woods? Well, well. it turns out that camera is still in working condition. It mainly consists of corrupted videos of the Slender Man, though. <laughs> I will work on fix. Work on fix. Well, better get on it because we're in January. Fuck you! It's January. Fuck you! It's January. <laughs> Thank you. Um. Uh. Oh my God. I'm sorry, I had to glance ahead at the next... Guys, we're going to have a soundtrack. Oh my god! No, no, can we please... Can we please do this this last... Please. Go for I'm it. end this on a high note. This is going to be good. Okay. <clears throat> it's the last one, I promise. January 7th, 2013. A fan sent me two CDs of the alleged soundtrack for Happy Happy. The jewel case that the CDs came in said superb schizophrenic songs, the soundtrack of Happy Happy, and had a picture of the <laughs> followers on it, acting like they were an old-fashioned jazz band. <laughs> <laughs> Just when you think this story is... <clears throat> on the back was a listing, like most DVDs. Written on the first CD said season one's second-rate songs and featured decent quality music from season one. The other tracks went like this. Oh my god, okay. One, theme of Happy Appy, synthesizer. Two, bothering bully. Three, tinderbox. One or one of two borrowed songs from John Trusty's Hidalgo. Four, circus calliope. The circus music heard in Happy Goes of the Circus. No shit. Five, Happy Appy helps the, those kids. Six, <laughs> Happy Appy helps those kids. Happy Appy helps those kids. <laughs> Six, theme of Happy Happy, acoustic. Seven, the happy dance. Eight, production real piano. Nine, music piece number 21, the other song from Hidalgo. Ten, theme of Happy Happy, piano. Eleven, theme of Happy Happy, production real. The second CD was called The Amazing Music of Forensic and Company. The music had three copies of that the music had three copies of that fucking annoying song from a Napoleon the 14th, as well as some songs by musicians who had schizophrenia. The tracking. One, they're coming to take me away, haha. Two, pow r talk h. Three, I whipped Spider-Man's ass. Four, love and mercy. Five, window liquor. Six, revolution number nine. Seven, they're coming to take me away, haha, rough draft. Eight, snaring, the snare from a day in the tracks. Nine, a very gloomy Sunday. Ten, they've, they're coming to take me away, haha, cover. Eleven, I whipped Spider-Man's ass, cover. Rock over London, rock over Chicago. When I listened to every track, I took some notes if I found something interesting. Here they are. One, the theme of Happy Happy is probably the lowest quality track on the entire album, but it is better quality than most of the episodes I watched. 
Two, Tinderbox and Music Piece number 21 has some someone breathing over the tracks. The original DVD didn't have breathing, so it must have been added in, a mis- in by mistake by a follower. Okay. Three, Saren was the longest track of the album at 8 minutes and fi- 8... Oh, five minutes. It fades out four times during the song. During the track, various sound effects were thrown in. They include pink noise, DTMF tones, and a weird click track. Four, the cover of I Whipped Spider-Man's Ass was sung by Frederick, who had very every instance of Spider-Man replaces my name. <laughs> what the hell is up with the followers? Can someone please do a cover of... I whooped spider. I whooped Jerusalem's ass. Please, I want to hear this. I, and honestly, I think I prefer I whooped. I whooped Batman's ass to I whooped Spider Man's ass. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I think with that, we'll we, we'll we'll stop. I just, I was hoping every track was just going to be shamelessly taken from something else. That wasn't the case, but a lot of it is. So that make that that that's a treasure. Oh, treasure! <laughs> oh boy! You can plagiarize this song <laughs> from a better set of musicians. All right. Well, if you manage to stick it, uh, stick this far with us, uh, thank you for that. Uh, this is an insanity trip and a half, but, uh, if you're new to the show, again, I'm surprised you actually stuck it with us this far. Uh, you could follow us on Twitter at scary sauce. That's the main source of, uh, the channel. Obviously benviewnetwork.com slash UCA is where you can download it. If you're a listener and you have not done so already, it would really help if you could come and leave us a little review on Apple podcasts. That would be really awesome. It helps keep the show in the limelight or if you want to support both this and midnight marinara which i'm happy to say the first episode has been recorded and i'm editing it and it'll be out by october 30th um you can go over to our patreon and throw a little cash our way for the month there'll be fun extras and whatnot and i want to remind people that if you're coming in at the ten dollar level or higher and you're already part of that you can write us a little shout out we'll read it on the show It'll be fun. Just nothing racist, please. Please, but... but. I mean... Right, 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 right. It dep- depends on how much money you're giving us. I mean... Sure. <laughs> I'm just saying everybody has their price. Everybody just... has their price. I just sent sent DP a fake name. <laughs> I saw it. Um, Luke, Luke, Luke Crate. <laughs> Luke Crate. <laughs> <laughs> Is this Luke Crate? Yeah. Luke Crate. <laughs> um, hey, since we're talking about plugs and whatnot, do either of you have anything you want to share that you've been up to lately? Um. We're shooting for October 20th is when we're supposed to actually announce the next contest. Some people have picked up on some slight hints here and there that this will be more collaborative than it has been in the past, but Uh it will still be independent. 
you'll see. Um, as for what's going on on my channel, all this month I'm putting up episodes of Dead Serious, which is like undercooked analysis, but just me talking to myself and going insane. Uh, go check that out. We're tackling a bunch of different kinds of things. We're talking Saya and Underworld, SCP Foundation, uh, 15-hour stories, um, all kinds of different stuff. Where We're going to be doing the so, some remaining Love Pasta stories that didn't get tackled, some ghost stories that didn't get tackled, a lot of everything. Yes. Yep. Um... You should keep an eye out on the Witching Hour website. I'd say around the 16th for what will be the first half of my Alan's Watch a Horror Movie Every Day of Halloween Roundup. Every Day of October Roundup. Ooh. I am looking forward to that. And let me give you guys a list of some of the hits so far okay. that you can expect to hear in this roundup. Uh, Halloween 3. The Ginger Dead Man. Jason X. <laughs> Leprechaun 5 in the hood. Oh my god. Uh, it's not all bad movies, because the original Wicker Man is in there. Uh, hey, Halloween uh, 3 is not a bad movie. Oh, I love Halloween 3. Yeah. It's the unsung it's, hero it's, of I, I legitimately... That I wasn't trying to say spoilers, because everyone talks shit about Halloween 3, but it's legitimately an awesome film. I think so, too. Um, uh, Tales of Terror, the Vincent Price one, where that's like a roundup of like Edgar Allan Poe stories. Nice. It's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites from when I was a kid, but I haven't seen it in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, zombie strippers, fun. Uh, that's that's a little sample. Some of the stuff I'm going to be doing write ups for. I am keen to hear your thoughts and opinions on these. And as always. Uh, they're coming to take me away haha they're coming to uh... feeding peckish this midnight set your appetite for terror and reserve your ears for a feast of the sound the midnight marinara podcast is here for you intrepid listener we sample only the finest and sinister stories and coating them with our own unique spooky sauce Present them to you as eerie audio dramas. Tune in as Midnight Marinara sends shivers of fear and spasms of laughter through you. Bon appetit. <laughs> this podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. <laughs>